What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Mock Stars Podcast, the number one podcast on the internet for Magic the Gathering and Dr. Pepper. I am Evan Kunai, one of your hosts, and I'm here with Jordan Garcia. What's up, Pepperheads? And Christopher Ritter. Hello. <laughs> I took your intro. <laughs> <laughs> it happens. I was so confident about it. We're here with a little bit of a bonus app uh, with Topher, who runs the PDX CDH Discord server, and Will, who is also with the CDH uh, Discord community as well. So we're very excited to pre- uh, present you guys with Road to the Finals. But before we get into that, you can support the show by finding us on YouTube, where you can like, subscribe, and ring that bell for more notifications. You can find us on all major podcasting platforms. Give us a five-star review. It makes us look really, really cool. Super cool. So cool. And you can also find us on Patreon. Huge shout out to our supporters who have signed up uh, to be official Pepperheads. Yeah, we got like, what, like 40 or something like that? I, we're getting close to that. If we're not already 40, there, 000? we're getting close. Yeah, 40K. Wow. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So thank you to every single one of our supporters. Uh, you really uh, believe in us, and it's been uh, great to do this show for now over a year. Not quite sure why all of us still work when uh, we have 40K patrons, but you know. This is work now. This this is, this is the job, dude. 100%. Well, uh, you can also join us uh, on our Discord community server where we're always popping off and talking about hot deck lists and new brews. Oh, been and brewing up cards. a storm, especially with all the new Doctor Who stuff coming out. Yeah, I yep. got a, I'm pretty excited about uh, the third Doctor and that Visler guy or whatever in a food chain package. It's pretty hype. I will be honest, I have no idea what any of that means yet. I, okay. I need to look more into this. Set. Got it. Yeah, I'm still like I you feel were like so confident. <laughs> other people, other people. There's yeah. been a lot of talk. I know Guy is super into the food chainy kind of vibes. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and I've been seeing. I did like that little like robot. I don't know anything about Doctor Who. Is the problem uh, K dash nine? Yeah, yeah. Does that makes sense. The like single blue mana artifact creature mm-hmm. where dog it, artifact creature dog. Thank you. Um, and it does something. Have you seen? Uh, <laughs> I wasn't. I wasn't correcting you. I was just saying, dog, dog. I think it is an artifact creature, dog, though. Oh, have, you, really? have you seen the War Doctor deck that plays like? I think it's all lands, uh, lightning greaves, the War Doctor, and I forget which Doctor's companion it is. And it's just a meme deck. No, but I love. Yeah, it. It, and it can just one shot. Really? It's oh, super glass cannon. Okay, I, mean, I, I love a good meme. Yes. Uh, there was that really cool one. I guess we're talking about Doctor Who right now. Uh, there was that really cool one, the ma- the mas- master bad guy, whatever, the f- mm-hmm. Rakdos guy. Six man of Rakdos guy. You're super Najila. Tokens don't have, or the legend rules. Yeah, Myriad, blah, blah, blah. The master blah. multiplied, yeah. I believe. Yes. Yeah. That guy's sick. Yeah, I think that's really cool, like, design space. And I think that as we've all tagged along on the journey of Doctor Who in this set coming out, uh, if you've paid any attention to Gavin Verhey's, like, Instagram page or just... He's so stoked about this stuff. Yeah, and, and he went to so many events and so many, like, he was just saying how how some of these cards came to life was just so rewarding for him as a game designer. So uh, get out there appreciate this product i know i'm going to uh through what means i don't know yet i i might just buy some packs and open the cards and see what the feel is like you are know? are like none of us doctor who guys no, no. Yeah, more, like, more of a kick puncher fan 
a gay uh, uh, that's a that's a community reference. Uh, oh, I knew it's a community oh, yeah. reference. Yeah. Now if we were doing a community crossover. What what do they call Doctor Who on Community? It's Doctor. Oh yeah, what was that? Doctor Spaceman or Doctor Spacetime or something? Yeah, yeah. probably Officer Constable Spacetime. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I love those though. Yeah, it wasn't until last week that someone was like, "You would really like Doctor Who," and I'm like, "Would I?" And they're like, you "Sure, yeah, you would." Uh, British humor with dinosaurs and stuff. Yeah, of course you would. I mean, and actually, not when they say it like that. When they sold it like that, yeah, I'm like, yeah, I Evan's would love a this huge show. Doctor Who stand now. Yeah. Um, well, we're super off the rails. What are we talking about? We uh, our are Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can sign up for our Patreon. Really back in here. <laughs> for three dollars, uh, you can become a pepperhead. Pepperhead. Now, the moment you've all been waiting for: the road to finals, presented by Topher and Will of the PDX and CDH Discord servers. Hell yeah, dude! So yeah, today we got Topher from the PDX CDH Discord. What's up, dude? Hello, hello. And we also have Will from the CEDH, S-E-A-E-D-H Discord. That's where we do a lot of the stuff for uh, the Issaquah tournaments. Howdy, howdy, guys. Thanks for getting me on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. so stoked to have both you guys here. You guys are like huge like community members. Like A lot of the tournaments we've participated in because you guys have organized them. Uh, and Topher, you're just like, you know, lead the seat down in Portland. So that's right as hell. You guys are just running the PNW side of things, and it's great, man. So happy to have you guys both here. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And the uh, biggest reason that we're guys on your uh, podcast today is we wanted to talk about uh, a tournament that we're throwing in the middle of November. Uh, November 18th through 19th is going to be the Pacific Northwest CDH Finals. Uh, it's $60 a ticket. It's going to be full proxy. There's a 100-person cap. Um, the qualifier circuit that we hosted throughout the summer um, is what's ultimately leading to these finals. Uh, so we have 20-plus players who are all already qualified uh, for the tournament, but it is open enrollment to absolutely anybody. And yeah, we're just trying to find out uh, who is going to be the best player in uh, the Pacific Northwest. And you said that's uh, November 18th to 19th? Absolutely. And uh, one of the more exciting parts, uh, one grand in cash is going to the first uh, place winner. And Let's then go. $500 is going to second through fourth. So Yeah, this is really yeah. cool. I'm looking at the page right now and it's uh, fully proxy friendly. You said it is, what's the entry fee? Uh, the entry fee is $60. $60 with Which a is, chance to walk away with a grand at first place. Yeah, honestly, yeah. not bad because we've been part of tournaments that have been $50 entry and the top prize is something that's $500. Yeah, you know, card, usually the so, card's not just straight up cash, but yeah, like yeah. top end is usually five. Yeah, and I, I mean, I really like cards. I, I like when cards are on the on the top like that. Like, I think that's really, really cool. Totally. Like, I love playing for card stock for sure. But uh, I also like a thousand dollars cash. Cash turns into cards, and also anything else you want. So. <laughs> cash is really cool. Like, cards does not turn into anything else you want, unfortunately, uh, because you have to turn them into cash, and, it's and after it that. turns yeah, into yeah. less and less cash, significantly yeah. less yep. cash. Yep. It's the cycle of life. Cash turns into cards. Cards turn into cash. And less so cash. It's the yeah. Ever flowing toxic <laughs> cycle that I'm stuck in. 
Uh, that <laughs> we all take part in it. <laughs> right, right. Uh, Segway about play boosters. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> yeah, oh, we're definitely not getting sponsored. By we're not today. talking about that today. <laughs> that's too much of a conversation. <laughs> yeah, that's next week's episode, actually. Uh, <laughs> there you go. There you go. Six. So, yeah, I am. Uh, we, this is one of the ones we are talking about going to as the mock stars. We are hyped to join. Just to clarify, there is uh, just because there were qualifiers doesn't mean you need to have qualified to enter this tournament, correct? Yes, absolutely. You do not need to qualify for uh, the tournament. There's open enrollment. That's the $60 ticket. So if you just follow the link in the show notes uh, for Next Level Gamers Den, that's where it's going to be hosted in Graham, Washington. Um, they're going to be, or that link will lead you to the pay link. And yeah, it's open to absolutely anybody. We are, we are trying to find out who's the best uh, CDH player in the Pacific Northwest, and we want you to be there, whoever, whoever you are who's listening right now. Spoiler, Topher. It's Alice. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Uh, actually, we had a, uh, uh, a meeting with the CDH admins, and at the end of it, uh, the uh, or the PDX CDH admins in the CDH admins at a meeting, and at the end of it, we were like, uh, hey, who do you all uh, think is going to win? And we all just kind of like mumbled to each other, it's probably Atlas. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> well, someone just going to build something. We do have something. a lot of strong players, a lot of strong players in the Pacific Northwest in general. Um, true. I think that the Pacific Northwest and the West Coast in general kind of gets like the short end of the stick when it comes to podcasts larger in the larger CDH community nationally kind of talks about us and stuff, and I don't know. Uh, we just had uh, Adam um, who uh, has won um many local tournaments uh and many local tournaments in washington as well uh but they just recently uh won mox masters i was gonna say um, i saw that a, yeah. yeah we've had a slew of our local players who uh, performed really well at mox masters um we have one of the p uh, the one of the pdx cdh admins also participated in the first ccu so it was the one that had a black lotus on the line mm-hmm. um Unfortunately, they did lose to uh, six mana to fairy, and uh, they did not get the black lotus. But they did bring home a time twister. So, uh, as far as I know, I think that's the largest uh, cash or the largest monetary prize value um, in our region for a single player. I'm, I mean, I would love to be corrected, and by all means, like, like I don't, I don't want to like make that declarative statement. But uh, if you want more than a time twister, please let me know because uh, I probably want to know you. God, dude, you need like a, a team of interns so you can like start a wiki page for all the information in your brain. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, just, I really like CDH. I've just been talking a lot. Oh, I'm sorry. Keep going, William. So in your Portland scene, there was Eric and Diggles that won, uh, got top 16 at, SC, uh, at SD2. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they're, they're honest, arguably two of the best players I know on the entire coast. They just they don't show up to our events too often, so I've been uh, yeah. bugging them to get them to show up. Yep. Oh, we'll get them and, to this uh, finals. We have a lot of really good players in uh, the Pacific Northwest. Uh, one of my favorite examples, uh, we have a player that's only played three CDH tournaments so far that I'm aware of. Um, his name is Taylor, and the first one was at the uh, Qualifier 4 uh, Finals. Um, and so he's, uh, going to be playing finals, uh, and he like totally like is going to get in, uh, uh, cause, uh, we gave him the ability to, to, <laughs> uh, qualify at one of his local tournaments, uh, at Wizards Keep, which is, uh, in Southern Oregon and his first CDH tournament, he totally won. Uh, the second CDH tournament, I uh, personally invited him to the Surfside Invitational, um, which was a tournament that we threw online to get, uh, 
uh, people qualified for Surfside, and he top fourth on that one. That was and when we went. To... Sorry, go ahead. Keep going. Oh, and then he went to Surfside, which was this huge tournament thrown by Eminence in San Diego, and he top fourth that tournament, and it was his third. That was so impressive. With so much to the right, some of the best players in the entire country, and this guy who would only played three CDH tournaments, but he's from the Pacific Northwest, just totally cleaned out pretty amazing yeah i mean we we so we streamed the uh the surfside invitational and like i we watched the whole tournament all day like we didn't realize he was so new to tournament play like we watched him literally climb all the way to the top four table and like seriously compete at the top four table he was a very good player this is why uh, CDH needs to be as accessible as it possibly can be, because there are people just like hanging out in LGSs right now that are probably some of the best CDH players in the world. I mean, that's kind of how I became aware of like uh, the Portland server and stuff. Is like you know Evan and I were going to the Laughing Dragon tournaments. You know what Will organizes with the CDH Discord. Um, that was kind of our foray after Gabby's of like us kind of branching out into CDH locally. Um, and then that's where we met Utah over at the first one of those and like seeing, uh, like what you guys have been doing for the community down in Portland and like all the way up to here in Seattle. And like, now that you, you were like sending people to like larger tournaments to kind of like represent the, the community here, I think that's been badass. Yeah, uh, we were actually in talks with Eminence uh, over a year ago about uh, qualifiers and being a part of like, you know, like an affiliate with them to try to get players from our local region into these larger tournaments that they throw. And so uh, we've thrown four uh, qualifying uh, tournaments that have been like basically like Eminence would sell us some tickets like at a discount and we'd put them as a prize pool and like that would be like how we'd get there or how we get people into those. And um, the qualifier program that is starting soon uh, starts in November that Eminence is putting on. We're becoming more official partners with them and it's an open invite to any store that's interested um, and any tournament organizing group that's interested. Uh, basically, like when you play an event with the Command Tower software and you submit your deck list, that deck list is automatically submitted into uh, EDH Top 16, which is kind of like CDH's uh, MTG Goldfish, if you will. Um, so you're already being like ranked by just having your deck lists appear in the um, um, in the command tower software. But what's happening now from November to uh, uh, from this November to November 2024 is that if you are a part uh, or if you participate in an event from one of these organizations that are officially partners with Eminence, then your data is going to be uh, coagulated into more of like a tier list so that when they get to next November, they're going to be like, nope, these are the players who like are already invited. And these are the players that uh, like those, those are the players that they're going to reach out to about participating in this 25 K tournament. So and that's kind of like very, very excited for yeah. to, because PDX CDH has formally become an affiliate with uh, eminence after about a year of like, kind of like working with them in a way that uh, because their program hadn't developed uh, nearly to the point that it's at now. Woo. That's an, yeah, yeah. Super congrats. Yeah. Congrats on that. Yep. Yep. Yep, yep. Now, now, when you say 25K, what does that mean in, uh, exactly? 
uh, next November would be $25,000 in the prize pool is what they're shooting for. Right now, they're guaranteeing that they're going to get at least $10,000 in the prize pool. But Whoa. this is a little bit of what the uh, affiliate program is about. It's about uh, trying to get uh, more support for that tournament that's going to be at the end of November. Wow, that's an incredible prize pool. Um, I The fact that they're aiming so far out for this, too, is, is kind of insane. Yep. They're really building this up. Yeah, I mean, I think this and- is... Oh, go ahead. Oh, yeah. And coming to the Pacific Northwest Finals in November 18th and 19th, that will be the first event that PDXCDH is going to be putting all of that data into this qualifier program for eminence to become a part of that tournament uh, next November. So So if you want to be in that 25K, uh, yeah, start start playing these tournaments to start qualifying. Yep. That's very cool. Yep. Yeah. So like last year we've been we've been singing the praises of, you know, Command Tower and Eminence. Um, kind of what they've been able to bring to the forefront of you know, kind of a fledgling format, right? We actually have like aggregated data for the first time like last year, like that really kind of became more of a thing. Um, especially with like tournament results to back that information up. And now moving into this year and looking at next year, it's like super exciting that we're taking that and we're actually moving it so much forward and further forward, like looking at like tournament structure and stuff and having all like these uh, qualifying events, like bigger, bigger tournaments is just going to like continue to grow the interest in like bringing more people into this tournament or into this format and uh, uh, making it a little more, sought after yeah the people who are already part of this community already see it as legitimate i think it's just gonna like people from outside are now gonna if this is going to legitimize like the uh the format for a lot of people who see cdh as like a, a sweaty group of <laughs> you know players at the table so uh it, it's really Which great we are i mean oh, we saying. are we, i am sweaty when i'm at the table <laughs> so i wear sweatpants and crop tops it's hot in there <laughs> yeah yeah it gets uh it gets pretty heated it gets pretty heated. <laughs> yeah. uh <clears throat> but there's other tournaments coming up before november right yeah absolutely uh we have a few tournaments coming up in october uh just kind of as like a lead up to finals um uh, October 22nd is going to be the second installment of the third season of uh, PDX-CDH League at Portland Game Store. Uh, Portland Game Store is PDX-CDH's home store. It's where we threw our first tournament Ooh. and our first tournament series. We still got to um, make it down there. We don't yeah. throw a monthly there anymore. We throw a bi-monthly league event there. Uh, there is still prizing for each uh, event. So if you attend one event, you're still eligible for prizing for sure. Um, if you like win and you do really, really well at the tournament, but all of that data is kind of uh, put together into our league data so that when the league uh, completes, which uh, this season is only going to have three events uh, in it, um, you get prizing based on your entire league performance. Uh, that's going to be October 22nd, uh, link in the show notes. And then November 4th, uh, we actually have two different tournaments that are happening um, on both sides of, uh, of the world, both uh, CDH and PDX-CDH uh, um olympic commander challenger series from uh gabby's olympic cards and comics uh shout out gabby's i love that place yeah yeah they're throwing a uh tournament on the fourth um notably uh one thing that i do advocate for a lot with uh pdx cdh is the use of proxies um it's it's wild how like two years ago when i first started doing this um like portland game store was the only tournament that i knew that had a full proxy uh um 
uh, or full proxy policy. Uh, Gabby's isn't still or isn't at full proxy yet, but this is the first tournament that I'm aware of where they've allowed any proxies. And I, I just want to shout them out for like, hey, that's that is very very cool. Like, I mean, that's a like a, definitely a step in the right direction. And uh, like you were saying about the legitimacy of the format, like there is so many accessible tournaments that are just happening all over the region. Uh, the the person who was first throwing tournaments at Portland Game Store two years ago could never predicted that we would be where we're sitting at now um but talking about full proxy tournaments that are happening uh in november 4th uh pdx throws a regular monthly tournament at guardian games which is the uh largest uh um, lgs in portland um we had 61 people at that event recently uh notably which uh that that event was a little nuts it <laughs> there's oh yeah there was a ton a ton of people there um that's but awesome. uh yeah yeah um we're gonna be throwing uh an event there on november 4th and yeah those are gonna be the uh the events leading up to finals uh the three like kind of bigger events that are gonna be happening in the region yeah it's nice. so super exciting i have and i gotta get down to portland come to these uh shops do some more of these events would be awesome uh, notably, we are going to be at uh, Gabby's uh, for the tournament on the Challenger Series on November fourth, um, participating and maybe or maybe participating and recording and streaming potentially. Yeah, we have we already sealed the deal with Gabby. We are going to be streaming live the final ta- or the top table uh, throughout the day for the Challenger Series tournament. So uh, exciting stuff because we had done the original win. We hosted that turn or the Surfside Invitational, and we've been wanting to do more of that. And luckily, luckily enough, we did such a good job <laughs> with that first one that uh, Atlas reached out to us and asked us to uh, do this one. So uh, we're excited to be back in that uh, sports broadcasting uh, style of content creation. Yeah, shout out to Telfer for uh, yeah. for giving us the the opportunity for that. That was awesome. Yep, you are yeah, the reason. Yeah. You're the reason. <laughs> <laughs> nah, y'all are y'all are awesome. Y'all are awesome. I mean, straight up, I really do like like y'all are like one of the most professional podcasts that have come out of our region in a really really long time, and I really appreciate like the hustle that y'all do. Like this this podcast rules. Like just straight up. I mean, I did not know I liked Dr Pepper this much. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we're here for. We're here to people. People, uh, get yeah. people in touch with their it's inner pepper. Head, really more you know? educating people about Dr. Pepper than his yeah. magic at this point, but yeah. uh, I really appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> no, right back at you. Honestly, <laughs> we're, uh, I think we're on the same track, and that's why we've been uh, aligned to this point. Like, we're about the community, too. Like Growing it, you know, yeah. making it, making more people take it seriously. You yeah. Know? Drop more eyes. Dr. Absolutely. Pepper, right? It's what makes yeah. us excited yeah. to like, <laughs> record, like, all the work you guys have been putting in, like, where we have this actual, like, tournament structure where, like, you know, it, you know, there's professionalism on your end too. That's like, oh, 100. Yeah, yeah. Working with you guys on that. Well, one, it was actually like incredibly seamless for like zero effort on our end, and like for it being a new thing on your end, it was super smooth. The entire tournament, plus having us like live hosting it. Um, oh, are you it, talking about the Surfside invitation? Yeah, it was just like like you run tournaments yeah. just super smooth, dude. And uh, at the end of it, we finished, and I was like, yeah, this is this is the future. This is like the direction we want to move for sure. Yeah, it felt easy to be yeah. a part of, and I think that in, in order to get more people involved it does have to be seamless like that and that's what you do so well so um yeah it is great running into you at uh at, at laughing dragon because you just had a ton of questions about shalai and halar and i'm glad that that serendipitous <laughs> moment yeah. has, le- has led to this uh fortuitous relationship so yeah i yeah, uh, yeah. will i got a question for you dude um 
so we know that uh, the finals tournament coming up for uh, this finals tournament coming up is going to be the first one where you qualify for eminence. Uh, but we're talking about CDH down the road, potentially a December thing. Are we going to see that that is the same as well? That will be that be a qualifying tournament. We're we're, we're leaning definitely on the side of yes. It's we're just you know we want to get some okay. final results. Hundred percent. Yeah, I mean oh, yeah. I'm just excited to see what uh, Laughing Dragon and CDH does uh, next year as well. Yeah, keep us in the uh, loop, we, and of course we'll be posted to the CDH Discord as well. Just keeping our eyes open for stuff like that too. Uh, I think uh, wrapping up here, guys. Like anything we're looking forward to in the future, like you know deep things, you know in the works that we're excited about. Maybe next year. Uh, next year, I I just want to keep doing what we're doing. Like it, at, honestly. I would like to see more spell table tournaments happen inside of our region. You know, like I, I think all of us like do. the bigger spell table tournaments, like uh, Mox Masters and like Chaos and stuff like that. I, I, in my personal belief, I think that is the absolute most accessible way to play the national CDH scene. It's like I know a lot of people have like a lot of opinions about spell table versus in person. Uh, honestly, I almost feel like a lot of the arguments between in person and spell table is a little bit like the arguments between restaurant pizza and delivery pizza. It's like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, restaurant pizza is great it's fantastic but sometimes i want to eat pizza in my pajamas but it's all pizza that's a, but that's so that, very, that's just no, very fair very fair we're all <laughs> uh what are the plans uh going forward to like hype up these spell table tournaments yeah because like, get them to fire off yeah piggybacking off of that i mean like we we're talking we want to do more of this right and it's the most yeah. convenient for us to be able to just plug into a, a spell table and stream it on twitch like not going yeah. to gabby's bringing all this camera yep. equipment and computers and shit so next year we are looking to lean a little bit more into spell table tournaments. Uh, one thing that spell table tournaments does allow for tournament organizers is that when there isn't a venue, uh, we don't really have to work with like other venues and other like you know conflicting parties and conflicting interests and smaller tournament organizing groups when it comes to like the amount of resources that we particularly have like cdh and uh like pdx cdh because you know neither of us are businesses and neither of us are like you know established brick and mortar uh venues um it gives us a lot more autonomy and a lot more like control over like what happens like we are like i'm able to pay judges i'm able to pay y'all the surfside mm -hmm. uh invitational um i wasn't able to then but like uh yeah that's uh something that i'd be looking to do is like being able to hire streamers and stuff like that so i i really like uh spell table tournaments as a, a community building um exercise i think that it's it's extremely healthy for communities to kind of take take a little more ownership over the spaces in which they're playing cdh at um and be able to have have a, a little bit more of a, a control and a say over how those uh, events are run and things happen in them. And to have snacks, of course. And you got to have, you snacks. Can have snacks. snacks. And to have by. snacks. Yeah. And, yeah. and the pajamas. And the pajamas. Yeah. It's snacks all and the pajamas <laughs> and the no, pot of coffee. No, the aspect I like, too, is like you have gameplay video now in a real setting, right? Yeah. As, as opposed yeah. to, you know, any anything that you watch, even if you watch like the good CDH podcast, like it, it is, you know... Yeah, it, they've already made some decisions, right? That's not a real thing. That's four decks that they've chosen to play soft against each other. Yeah, yeah. it's a different. It 
it's definitely different in a content that doesn't necessarily exist like a lot exactly. now. It's just like yeah. pure raw tournament footage and coverage. It's honestly some of the best yeah. content that you can get is by some of the hosting. best games we've played of Magic. Yeah, which is like you don't get to see from the spell table yep. tournaments that, uh, like you said, anything goes. And so, like, yeah. notice how on a lot of channels you don't see stack stacks. Here, you're just getting the full breadth it's of, mostly the, of the meta. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. It's it's actually pretty cool to get a realistic view, and I think spell table tournaments offer that and, and, and create a platform for it too yeah i like what you said Topher, about how like approachable like it's the most approachable way to play cdh is like a fully proxied cheap tournament online you don't have to leave your house you just need a webcam yeah yeah um i mean i think that's the best way to it's for the largest amount of the community to have access to each other but uh uh at the end of the day i mean i do love paper magic i do love in-person magic and so that's one reason that i do things like uh try to organize the finals and try to organize regular monthly tournaments in uh, the my city and uh, try to support the ones that are around my city as much as I possibly can. Because in-person magic, I mean, uh, oh, let's see, how, how can I make this sound the most campy? It is about the gathering. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Community building, as Wizards would say. You know, yeah, from, there you go. There you go. Yeah, from a competitive like stance too. If you're not into that whole like spell table process, and I think that uh, going and being participating in person and being a part of that community uh, as a competitor, actually sitting at the table and reading people's body language, some people would say is an advantage as well. Like, yeah, uh, you're more you're able to uh, use your politics to greater effect. Yeah, I mean, Atlas said person, that when, yeah. when we interviewed him too. Is he struggles with online? Yeah. Even though he won that tournament, whatever. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I think that, I think that's incredibly valid. Um, I mean, there's, there's, it, it is a different style of playing because of the constraints around uh, spell table and in person. Um, there's actually kind of like, I mean, this might be a hot take of mine, but like a, uh, a flipped kind of uh, perspective I have on something people have been saying about spell table a lot, seeing there's been so many cheaters that have been caught at Mox Masters, and there's been so many cheaters that have been caught in other spaces. Um, right. I almost feel like that has the opposite correlation than people are uh are applying to that information and data that like oh that must mean that spell table tournament has a lot more cheaters in it um i think it actually suggests that those environments are far more there's more surveillance on them yeah we're finding the cheaters we're actually catching yeah yeah. exactly so many people are actually recording their games so a lot of people i've talked to they're like oh well you know in-person tournaments like i can see all of my opponents it's like yeah but the same sleight of hand could easily be happening inside those in-person tournaments and there isn't a camera hanging over right. their hands as they're doing it so i don't i don't i don't know i don't know there's there's a lot of uh, plus and minuses to spell table and there's a lot of plus and minuses to in-person in-person uh definitely is uh absolutely like it's the way that we all learn to play magic and it's the the way that magic was intended as a Dr. Richard A. Garfield uh, <laughs> uh, wanted us all to be doing, but uh, spell table tournaments does allow a lot of autonomy for the t- tournament organizers, and it does allow a lot of accessibility. Well, I mean, a, a healthy players. scene has both, right? Yes, and that's what we're looking to do. Like that would be my main goal for 2024: is to uh, set us uh, set up the region in a in a place where both take place on a really regular basis. Yeah, nice. and that's uh, a world I want to live in. Earlier, you yeah, shared right? yeah you shared a video with us uh, earlier from Lamora's cards called the yes. future of CEDH. What is that outlining? Um, that's outlining Eminence's uh, qualifier program. Um, that qualifier program. 
they go into depth far more than we're going to go into here because this uh, podcast is far more about the finals uh, uh, and more about the Pacific Northwest. But that video is going to go really, really into a lot of detail about the specifics with uh, Eminence's qualifier program for 2024 leading up to their uh, their next tournament. Yeah, we'll link all that down below so you guys can follow along. Nice. Yeah. So if any of you have questions about like this conversation or any, any of the little intricacies involved in how these TOs go through their process, I think that video is going to do a great job of explaining or answering a lot of your questions. I got a, I got a hot question because we've been debating it from our interviews from the last tournament. And I want to ask both of you since we're talking to two tournament organizers right now. Let's do it. 75, yeah, absolutely. 75 minutes with turns, 90 minutes, no turns. Go. Do you, do you want uh, to take it, Will? I'll start. <laughs> I'm on the hot seat. 75 minute no turns. The reason why I don't believe in it is, A, I'm a turbo player, and we, I, I'm a part of a play group that we test these things. You know, the, the first time we ran 90 minutes no turns, it was we were finishing rounds in 60 minutes, and we're having no problems. We were running back to back, but there wasn't a lot of influence on stack stacks. I believe in that 16-man tournament, there were two TNT decks. And they they weren't doing anything. It was like 13 ROG side decks and a Gila deck and a Blue Farm deck. That, that, that was everything. So it, it leans on to being able to play faster and better. I, of course, you, you know, there's people that play Shalai and Halar and they're like, no, I need to oh. be able to get that gap. No! Oh, busted. Yeah. Oh, shots fired. No, yeah. I mean, that's what a lot of my strategy is, is like setting up a, a like, basically uh, parting the C in the right way so that I can shoot the gap perfectly. And uh, sometimes that slows the game down enough uh, to go to turns. So I, I do understand your point there. I just feel like I, and this could just be my own personal like, you know, perspective from what I my outcomes, but I feel like more times I play turns, the more draws we see. I don't feel like games end ever when I'm in turns. Yeah, and the drama of turns. Oh my god. Yeah, it becomes a different game. Like the last it's <laughs> yeah. like the last 45 minutes is nothing like the first hour of gameplay. Yeah, I've looked up yep. at the clock plenty of times with like 4 or 5 minutes left and just thought fight like fight like hell to get the draw because like at that point I knew exactly, that, you know, I'd shot my shot and, and at that point it hadn't been successful. So it's like in order for me to get another shot, more game actions need to happen to open up the gap again. There's not enough time for that. I need to get a point on the board. And so like when there's the incentive of turns where the game can just sort of like, and I, you know, I, I don't know, like that's where this discussion and the, you know, the parody between both arguments starts to arise. I don't, I don't really know. It's just, uh, I don't think there is an answer. That's why I like to ask everybody. Right. Totally. Tell her what's your thought. I, uh, I, we, we've, We've experimented with a lot of different things. Uh, like, I mean, I uh, I was actually counting recently because somebody had asked, was like, hey, how many tournaments has PDX and EDH thrown? And uh, it's over 40, like, over the last, like, two years. And we've had, we had 90 minutes, no turn, or we had 90 minutes with turn, or 75 minutes with turns was our first thing that we were doing for a long time because that was kind of like the national standard. And basically, when it comes to, like, our tournament, our philosophy around our tournament structure, um, we want it to look more like whatever is going on nationally our our opinion is more of 
not really what works best for us, but more what is going to prepare our players best for the national CDH scene. Um, nice. So we ended up cutting turns like a couple of months ago because the national CDH scene is is very clearly cutting turns. Um, and uh, when it comes to 75 minutes to and 90 minutes, um, we are doing 90 minutes right now. Uh, we did 75 minutes actually uh, for Command Fest recently. Um, 75 minutes, Fest no only turns. Only last weekend. Yeah, we wow. did 75 minutes, no turns there. We threw a tournament there. Um, uh, shout out to the guy who won that tournament. I don't know who that was. Uh, it was me. I'm sorry. Uh, I wasn't <laughs> TOing. So, so somebody else was TOing, and I ended up winning that tournament. So, I mean, personally, I think I love 75 minutes, uh, no turns, because <laughs> I seem to do really, really well in those tournaments. Um, and I will say, like, from a personal, like, like while I was playing that tournament, um, I, I did not seem to notice like things being 75 minutes, no turns didn't seem to impact my game in any meaningful way or the games right. that I was having with other people in any meaningful way that 90 minutes, no turns didn't just have the same feeling to it. Um, I will say from a more a tournament organizers perspective, uh, people do get really, really touchy around this particular issue and people do get really upset and really excited about this particular issue. Um, I think it does come from, we all came from one V one magic and 1v1 magic people are very very used to turns they're very used to the idea that like like okay round has happened but now i'm going to have a set number of turns to try to close this game and so, so there are some people who they they don't have turns uh just with turns already feel ripped off so i'm a little concerned at like you know telling mm -hmm. the entire like you know portland community like hey now you're we're we're taking away another 15 minutes from y'all i know that there are players that would feel that way so I don't know necessarily how to address that, but I do know that we threw the one at Command Fest, and there was no, there was no feedback, there was no pushback, there was no nothing. Like uh, we only got positive feedback from uh, 75 minutes, no turns. I mean, did everybody um, get to go home at like 7 p.m.? Holy shit! <laughs> that sounds I, well, amazing. Yeah, it did. Uh, it did seem to go a little quicker. Uh, yeah, I thought and, it would. Yeah. Yeah, from yeah. a tournament organizer's perspective, I love seventy-five minutes no turns because yes, like. <laughs> well, that's that's <laughs> my the tournaments. Uh, getting the uh, rounds to resolve uh, faster just does make things easier. I think everybody wants that, honestly. Yeah, that's my whole thing yeah. with it is that like you can actually have expectations for when you're supposed to be done or for when the yeah. next round is supposed to fire. So like if you just said seventy-five minutes no turns, ten minute break between each round, so people yeah. can actually like snack or whatever, you know, it's like. Boom. Done. Equal footing. Now, Everybody gets the yeah. same amount of You breaks. have to be here at 3.15, yeah. like, for your next round. It's, like, uh, and you have the whole day like schedule. A, with you. Right. Uh, CDH and PDX CDH almost get to be, like, like the examples of, like, like on the opposite end of the spectrum of, like, the, the what happens when a tournament goes too long. Uh, Guardian Games, it's a huge store. Guardian Games has, like, dozens and dozens of employees. They, they, they can't stay open late. That's just a thing that they like. It wouldn't just be like, oh, like two or three employees like hanging out and like, you know, they'll lock the door behind us. Right. Like they're a huge, huge store that like has closing procedures and they're a huge retail environment. So they have to close at 10. So we had uh, Guardian Games. Um, that tournament is drawn before where the final table just drew. And it was just because like the tournament took too long. Like we started the <laughs> tournament, there were four rounds, got to the final table. The final table had two hours. They didn't have, they didn't close in two hours. They didn't, they didn't close the, the, or they didn't, uh, nobody won in two hours. So the final table would have to draw, which is a bit of a meme. I'll, I'll totally yep. admit that. Um, <laughs> that's, then, uh, that's a feels yeah. feel bad if you're there. That's a very feels yeah. bad. That's a very feels yeah. bad. And Sorry, you've all got to go hand, home. Uh, I keep the prizes. 
<laughs> uh, William, y'all's the uh, y'all have had tournaments that went till like twelve thirty at night, though, like twelve twelve or like one o'clock in the morning, right? Yeah, fall ball ended at one a.m. and yeah, we were dude. all dead tired. I'm so glad I yeah. lost in semis, bro. Oh my god, I was so tired. Well, you yeah, probably oh, would have yeah. pushed for another turn two win in the finals. Oh, 100%. 100%. <laughs> um, yeah, those are the say. Like, as far as just like jamming these tournaments and like, I don't know, the approachability of them, I love the idea of not requiring people to get there at 830 or 930 and then, you know, not leaving till like almost midnight. Like, if we could yeah. get on like a time frame where it's like, you know, like a, like, I can expect reasonably six to eight hours of a tournament and not 12 hours of my day. I think it's just easier to like get people to sign up for that. Yeah, absolutely. And I guess right. that's no, uh, everyone to play oh. faster decks or just play faster. In oh, hundred percent. Right. Uh, turbo. Well, I'm already, I'm we're leaving. All playing Rog-Sai. Rog-Sai. The tournaments would last like 20 minutes. It'd be great. I'm already moving on. No, if you're all playing rock the tournaments last four hours. That's already blows fair. out and then has no, nothing left in hand. <laughs> And that, that's with Jamaican dude, uh, Eric Diggles, all of them all playing wrong side. They're just like, here's my turn two. They go, no, here's a wheel. All right, we're doing it again. <laughs> I mean, it's just good magic. Rinse and repeat. Rinse and repeat. Yeah, yeah just good, good old, magic. Good magic. Well, I'm glad we so, got yeah. your perspective on that. <laughs> yeah. I guess yeah. uh, I guess to like just wrap it up like really, really neatly, uh, my opinion on uh, 90 minutes in, 75 minutes, no turns. Uh, ultimately, 75 minutes, no turns, like we just kind of like uh, illustrated in the last bit of this conversation, are definitely like far better functionally and far better like, like logistics-wise for running a tournament, for sure. But ultimately, uh, it's like we... I want players to have a good experience at the table. And for me, that's like the paramount, like the, the absolute like highest uh, priority is making sure right. that the games feel like a fun, engaging a, a game of CDH that you had a meaningful shot of doing your thing. And uh, yeah, so it does 75 minutes, no turn still allow for that. That is ultimately the question that I'd like to answer. And I feel like, personally from the games that i've played it feels like it does but that that would be my takes on 90 minutes when, and uh, 75 minutes when like you that. feel like you're going to be ready to uh dip your toes officially into like a tournament that's 75 minutes no turns is Ooh. that is that something it, you're, you're just going to be gauging last, people like last along the way? Uh, pdx cdh uh, um event was at oh. fest and it was 75 minutes uh no turns damn so, son uh, we have got on the board yep yep uh, we have a tournament next Sunday um, that I'm unfortunately not going to be uh, able to attend due to work. So my uh, I have other admins who are going to be running that tournament. And uh, right now, that's still planning to just do those tournaments uh, how we have been, which was 90 minutes, no turns. Um, so, uh, yeah, maybe going forward. Uh, I know that, you know, I never want a tournament to draw again. And I'm sure William never wants to, you know, uh, have a tournament that goes to like one o'clock in the morning again. So uh, that's definitely a problem that we're all like uh, wanting to solve for sure. Yeah, I feel you. I think it'd be good. All right, boys. Uh, anything else you want to plug before we get out of here? I mean, uh, outside of. Same time. Uh, I was going to say, outside of the, our, our, my. Follow us on Twitter. Find us on Discord. We're, we're more than happy to conversate about it. Magic the Gathering, tournaments, whatever you guys want. Yeah, we have three different uh, Discords here with uh, tons of people that love to talk about Magic. We got CEDH, SEA, EDH. We got the PDX CDH server, and we got the Mockstar server. 
Sick, and uh, how are y'all putting it in your early uh, episodes? If you're not in the Moxar's uh, server yet, what? What's what's your deal? Like, what's what's wrong with y'all? Come on, come on, just <laughs> join you. the Boxstar server. The Boxstar server is great. Exactly. Yes. Thank you, Topher. We've been trying to sell it for over a year now. That's, I don't even have to say Pepperhead right there, dude. Dedicated Pepperhead, true born. All right. Thank you guys for coming on and hundred uh, percent. Yeah, being a part of the show. Yeah. And, thank you guys so much for being on. And uh, thank yeah, you thank you for initiating and making this happen too. Uh, yeah. Follow these guys up on uh, on their socials on the discords. Like, you can learn so much more from them than from us, probably. <laughs> Uh, thanks for listening, y'all. Uh, deuces? Question mark? Deuces? Question mark? To be continued. Deuces? Question mark? Deuces? Exclamation point. Awesome. That was an amazing phone call with Topher and Will. Thank you guys so much for your time and uh, for doing that for us, outlining the road to the finals. Um, I don't know about you guys, but for any of these events, I'm kind of looking to participate i kind of want a little piece of this action 100 after yeah, uh hop down to portland get yeah, in on it yeah after two weekends ago uh i've been uh fueling feeling feeling a little fueled for the cdh vibes fueling for it fuel i'm fueling for it yeah playing the geo oh, yeah. just all gas no brakes actually speaking of the brew buddies i got hello tips for Najila after the tournament so join us up in the discord and you can uh you know tweak your decks there too uh, I made like seven swaps or something like that, Ooh, which is okay. like that's huge, kind of huge in that yeah. that kind of list. I am shocked that you weren't playing Draineth to begin with. I mean, I'm not gonna lie; I was using somebody else's list that I tweaked. Yeah, but uh, and also I just was way too lazy to update it before the tournament. Fair I enough. didn't have one ring or anything in there. And so, so you top sixteen with just a Nagila list that you didn't I, get reps in with. If I'm being honest, at. I figured that the less of a shit I gave, the better I'd probably do. Fair enough, just because that's how things work out don't overthink sometimes. it yeah. yeah and you did really really well <laughs> so uh turns out you don't have to think that hard to make it to the finals i mean to the semifinals. if you want to be like atlas and win constantly you should probably think harder than i do but um regardless of that point uh that you don't have to think hard to win games <laughs> <laughs> hey, fucking jam it thos is oracle demonic consultation baby uh you are gonna have to work hard to win these events and get your ticket to the finals um i'll see you there where i'm jamming a win turn two every time we will see you there we will definitely be a part of this and we will definitely be there um, I personally am hoping to claim, let's say, three or four of these little invites for myself. That way I can curate the meta around me. Wow. That's diabolical. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. That means I got to win a lot. A lot. A lot. A lot. Um, Easy enough. Yeah. I mean, Taeyeon wins games. Just so magic. Here we go. Oh, you're on Taeyeon now. I, I am. I'm switching over. Just moving counters Just- around. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Just dropping bombs wow. here. Outro. Got it. Okay. All right. If you'd like to support the show, you can find us on YouTube, where you can like, subscribe, and ring that little bell for ding, more ding. notifications. Ding. You can also find us on all major podcasting platforms, pod, where you, pod. you can leave a five-star review. You can also join our Discord community through the link down in the description below. Uh, and then uh, we also have a Patreon, which you guys can join up and become a supporter of the show. Become an official Pepperhead. Huge shout out to all of our patrons thus far, all 49,000 of them. Mm-hmm. And Correct number. Thousands more every day, every second. I love y'all. 
Thank you so much for listening to the Mock Stars podcast. And we appreciate you guys listening to this episode. We hope to do more content like this in the future. Okay, bye. Good night. Bye. Bye.